Hello, introverted entrepreneurs and leaders. I am Patience Sukumbono, and I'm here to guide you on a transformational journey. If you have ever felt the fear of stepping into your leadership potential, battling self-doubt or struggling with overthinking and the fear of being in the limelight, you are definitely in the right place. Together, we'll explore your unique strengths, help you create a presence in the marketplace and build profitable, impactful businesses. We'll navigate the pathway to leadership, wealth, freedom and confidence. Join me as we embrace the power of introversion, develop unwavering confidence and transform your quiet strength into powerful impact. It's time for introverted women to rise and it starts right here. Let's dive in. Welcome to Quietly Confident Introvert Podcast, your go-to show for empowering introverted women in business and leadership. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me on this incredible journey of empowerment to make a difference in the world. It is my second episode and I'm really, really excited and I can't wait to dive in to this powerful topic that we have today, which is permission to position yourself for success. As introverted women, we often grapple with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, and fear of being overlooked. It's time to acknowledge our worth, recognize our strengths, and have confidence to claim our place at the table. Most importantly, it's time to bravely and confidently allow yourself to go all in in the pursuit of your ambitions and the impact you want to create really in the world. So positioning yourself for success starts with a mindset shift and guess what? And then a physical shift as well. I know most people don't say that, but it's the truth. (laughs) If you really think about it, when you want to position yourself, you're not just going to be thinking about your mind. You're going to be thinking about your environment and the location in which you find yourself. And that's what we're going to be really diving into, talking about today and sharing some inspiration, some stories and giving you some tips basically to go away with and start making your own journey. So for you on this podcast, you cannot really see me at the moment in terms of what I'm wearing, but If you're watching me live on YouTube, you'll be able to see that I'm wearing a T-shirt, which is one of my branded T-shirts, and it's called Courage Over Comfort. I have to pull it up so people can see it. So it says Courage Over Comfort. Really, it's all about almost like saying, wearing my heart on my sleeve. But this time, what I'm actually wearing is my affirmations and my ambitions on my sleeve or on my heart, so to speak, not my sleeve, but my heart. Of course, my sleeve's got the logo for my brand, the visionary introverted woman. And then you have the words that I really want to affirm and represent for myself. And this particular t-shirt came about last year when my keyword for the year was courage. So, Basically, that's a topic for another day in terms of how I use keywords. But 
being able to wear this on my hat is representing for me that physical confirmation of the permission I'm giving myself basically to have courage over staying in my comfort zone, remaining in comfort and not going for what I really want. So it's important for you to remember that you really don't need any other person's permission to go after what you desire. But guess what? You need your own permission. You do need your own permission to go after what you truly desire, what you truly want to achieve in life. So for me, I believe that giving yourself the right permission to take the steps that you need to take is all about saying yes. You want to say yes to your inner drive. You want to say yes to facing your fears and embracing courage to go ahead and do what you want to do. You want to say yes to embracing the discomfort of adapting your life and your style to achieve your goals. Because in an extroverted world as an introvert, unfortunately, many things are not set up to favor introverts. Take for example, if you're in an office, for me as an introvert, the noise stimulation, the light, the sounds, people talking, people being around, those kind of things really impacted my ability to cope. So for me, it was about giving myself permission to adapt and find the strategies that I needed to find to achieve my goals. It's also about saying yes to giving yourself permission to seek the help that you need. It's about saying yes to defining what success means to you in life and what you really, really want to go for. Many times we deem our light. We are not really honest about the kind of things we really want to go for. I would say to my husband more recently that I really love luxury and there's no need pretending because I have surpassed that part of my life many years ago where I settled for less than I desire. I heard a phrase by one very charismatic guy years ago and he said, what you desire is what you deserve. And I thought, really? And truly, <laughs> is it not time to give myself permission to say, I desire this, therefore I deserve it. So being able to say yes to defining what success means to you and going after it, giving yourself that permission. But apart from saying yes, because yes is permission, but also no to me is permission. So it's about saying no to the things that are holding you back, saying no and <laughs> you know running away from them getting away from them. It's about saying no to labeling yourself in the wrong way or just making yourself feel that all that is about you is introversion holding you back. It's also about saying no to labeling your attempts to succeed in life as failures. I've heard of the definition that says failure can be defined as first attempt in learning. But you can just define it as learning you're going on a learning process. And many times you've got to unlearn what you already know and relearn what works for you. So it's so important to give yourself permission to say no to labeling all the things that you do, whether they end up being successful or not, trying to stay away from calling yourself a failure because a failure is saying there's a full stop here, <laughs> full stop, I'm a failure. 
But when you look at it as an attempt to learn something new, there's continuity and there's progress. It is also about giving yourself that permission to say no to people and places that are disempowering, that are judging you by your introversion alone and making you feel small and inadequate. Because I know that a lot of times people overlook people who are quiet or people who are taking the time to step away to find solitude as introverts. You want to say no to those environments because truly, if you search hard enough, if you take your time to define your growth environment, you'll find the right environment. Trust me. So let me share what I mean by this. When I first started in my corporate career, I started out looking outside myself constantly for validation, constantly having this anxiety of imposter syndrome, of being found out as not knowing what I, <laughs> I, I think I know. I've gone and done all the qualifications I needed to do, but I was still scared to the point where one of my favorite all-time managers in my first job, she wrote in my performance review, she said, patience, stop being subservient. You are intelligent and capable. Go ahead and deliver. So I had never heard of the word subservient before. So I thought I better ask this lady of these big words she's using in my performance review. And she said, basically, what you keep doing is seeking permission from others to be able to do what you want to do, what you can do. And it's like, if they don't give you permission, if they don't give you approval, you don't feel that you've done a great job. You are constantly seeking that validation. And what I know is that you're a very clever lady, you're very capable, and you need to just get on with building your confidence to do what you need to do. And so when she said that, I realized that I needed to step forward. I needed to give myself permission. I wasn't putting myself forward for opportunities because I was waiting for people to point out that I was good enough. And what she was saying is, you are already good enough. Does that sound familiar? I know it does. So, well, that performance review truly stung deeply. But guess what? It also helped greatly. I started to work on empowering myself. This led to being headhunted. And several times over the years, I got salary increases that were doubled. And I started to shorten my career growth from waiting for four years for progression into 18 months by the time I left the corporate space. Yeah. So for me, actually, that performance review was a blessing. Somebody else cared enough about me to point out that I was the one responsible for giving myself permission to go after what I really wanted to achieve in life. By the time I left the corporate space, I now believed so much in myself and I started to permit myself to position and pursue success with wholeheartedness and courage. Although when I got into the entrepreneurial space, they say new level, new devil. So I had to start to adapt again to understand what it means to give myself permission to position myself for success. So that is what I want to also then share with you in terms of how do you guide your own self 
into creating that empowering journey? How do you give yourself permission to position yourself for success? Well, let me share with you seven strategies that I believe will help you to give yourself permission. Remember that you're the only one who can give yourself this permission. So the first number one thing that I believe that helped me on my journey and which I always say to clients, this is what you need, is self-trust. You want to trust in your abilities, but you also want to advocate for yourself and take that leap. Take that leap. Self-trust is something that gets eroded very quickly when, as introverts, we feel that we cannot cope in the extroverted world or kind of don't trust yourself to take that leap of faith. And if you don't trust yourself, you exude that lack of self-trust, meaning that others would not trust you as well. So for me, by the time I got to 2021, I remember sitting in front of someone, asking them to review some work that I had done, you know, a webinar and things like that for my audience. And he said, this is great content. I think patients, you need to trust yourself more. And I thought, quite right. <laughs> so guess what I did? The next year, my keyword was trust. So I took that word on board and I said, first I have to trust God because as a person of faith, I believe that you have to trust in a higher power to help you when things are difficult. Then I, I decided that, I wanted to trust others, but because a lot of times, a lot of things had happened in my life that had eroded the trusting of others, but I needed to define the criteria by which I would trust others based on my values. But then most importantly, I had to go on that journey of trusting myself. Guess what? You need to do the same because the world needs more introverted women, in entrepreneurship and leadership so that they can shine their light on those gifts that you have that the world really needs. And by embracing your authentic self, like we talked about in episode one, you are able to make that lasting impact that you so desire to make. So trust yourself is the first one. The second one is courageous leadership. Basically, Put yourself forward and share your opinions on things that matter really to you. We're talking about thought leadership here. And be a guide and a role model for others. It's challenging. It's difficult. It makes you vulnerable. But as I said again in episode one, it's about embracing authenticity and vulnerability. Yesterday, I got on a call with a client and basically... They asked me, how are you doing? And I said, I'm going to be truthful. I am exhausted. And I brought myself to this place of exhaustion. So I'm not saying it will affect the session today, but I just want you to know that I'm exhausted. And I went and shared along the things that I had been doing. But also, it gave me the opportunity to share how I was aware of how I was feeling and what I was doing to counter the exhaustion. And when it was time for, for her to talk about her own situation, she felt free. She felt like by me giving myself permission to be vulnerable, honest about how I'm not a super, super woman, she was able to confidently say, 
I'm having the same tiring day, but guess what? You know, I'm getting on with it. And we started on that positive connecting note of courageously really accepting that this is what the situation is, but I'm going to dig deep and do what I have to do. To me, that is courageous leadership where you're role modeling, where you're putting yourself out as an example, even though it's uncomfortable. The number three of the strategies to apply is to make sure that you can embrace uncertainty of creativity and just trust the process. When I heard that, the same mentor that shared about trusting the process, you have to trust the process of growth. You know, children don't know whether they will develop to the next level. They just trust the process and keep following the process. But one of the things that he said at the time, he said, jump and grow your wings on the way down. Someone once asked me and said, why on the way down? Why not on the way up? I thought, great question. Because when you jump, you don't jump upwards. You, you probably jump upwards, but gravity will pull you down. So when you're going down, if you develop your wings, then you can take off again and go upwards. But it's not when you jump upwards that you find your wings. It's when you jump and you're about to, the gravity is pulling you down, then you spread your wings. So I guess I found an explanation to that. But basically, don't give up on the pursuit of your dreams just because you can't get things perfectly. Yeah. Be willing to give up that pursuit of perfection and seek how to excel whilst you're taking imperfect action. Basically, be proud of yourself for being imperfectly perfect. For example, if you are creating a product or service, in the past, I would sit on it, I would tweak the E's, the I's, the T's, but you can do all of that and nobody cares where you bring it out. What you want to do is to test whether people care, whether it's a product that can sell, whether it's a service that people value. And that process of doing that would give you the information you need to improve on things. It's the same thing if you're leading people, you want to come to the table and go, what do you guys think about this? By getting them involved and asking them what they think about it, you're able to get viewpoints that will help you actually improve on the strategies that you're trying to create for your team or for people around you. And they will be more supportive of what you're trying to do because you are involving them in it. So embrace the uncertainty of creativity. Give yourself permission for that. Number four is to understand how you add value and seek opportunities where you can to do so. It's about taking bold steps to put yourself forward for things that you probably are not sure. You want to test out your strength. You want to test out your power. It's like thinking, if you go to the gym and someone says, can you lift 10 kg dumbbells? All you have to say is, I'm going to give it a go. If I find it too difficult, then you just don't write yourself off. But also, you don't stand back and say, I think that's the only one I can do. You're going to put yourself forward, whether you'll be embarrassed or not, to find out whether that dumbbell that you're trying to lift is the one you want to lift, because that's the only way you would know. Yeah, you have the power to shape your own destiny. So you have to embrace the challenges of 
understanding what you are potentially capable of. And also embrace your introverted qualities, not as weaknesses, but as strengths that can be developed. Understand that, yes, introversion can put you in a place of challenges, but seek opportunities to stretch yourself. Recognizing that things like quiet strength, things like taking time to listen and absorb and analyze, they are strengths indeed that the world needs. Remember that as well. Then number five is set ambitious goals. Even if you don't have full clarity of how you're going to achieve them. Here's the reason why you need to set goals. Maybe you've not heard it. Maybe you've heard it before. Your brain needs instructions to go and find answers and to help you create your success pathway, to help you map it out. If you're the one who knows what success looks like for you and you're trying to create that success pathway, your brain needs it. Perhaps you've heard of the reticular activation system, which is responsible for guiding you towards you know, that success pathway and motivation. And you want to find that intrinsic, that internal fire and that internal motivation to go after what you want. But if you don't set goals, goals are plans, they are instructions. It's take, for example, I remember years ago, my husband kept encouraging me to change my small car. It was a small car. I was in this nice, comfortable space of I really don't want to change my car. Well, he said, why don't you just go out and test drive it? Why don't you just go? And I was like, it's expensive. I don't think I can afford it. I don't think I love it. I love my small car. I settled for smallness. Who can identify with that? I settled for smallness, for compact, for basically comfortable, but not luxurious. Yeah, I didn't have heating. I didn't have a radio in that car. Cars had moved on at the time. It was a small Suzuki Swift and cars had moved on. I was actually carrying a portable CD player into the car when I want to play music. I didn't have any of that. I didn't have any sat nav and I didn't have heated seats, but I was just comfortable with the fact that I could manage the finance to pay for it. And I didn't want to stretch myself. And he kept saying, things have moved on. You need to try to move on. You need to stretch yourself a bit more. And I wasn't setting any bigger goals for myself. But he, on the other hand, being my partner, was aiming higher for me than I was aiming for myself. Lo and behold, I just agreed reluctantly and followed him to a Citroen uh, shop, which was more of a family car. Because at this time, we had a two-door car and we had a child. So it was important for us to upgrade into a family car, especially as we wanted to expand the family as well. So those were genuine, genuine goals to set, but I didn't know how I was going to afford it. But once I went and saw the Citroen car, ooh, I fell in love with this car. I fell in love with all the nooks and crannies. I could put different things and it resonated with me because I really wanted to go on adventures and travel to France from the UK. And we lived so close to the Channel Tunnel. So it began to align with all sorts of other things that were hidden desires that I wasn't giving myself permission to really go for because I just felt like, how am I going to do it? I'm just struggling with finance. But the moment I fell in love with this car, the moment I was introduced to the possibilities, guess what? 
everywhere I went, I started seeing Citroen cars. I started seeing people driving in it on the road. <laughs> Prior to this, I just focused on my one Suzuki car. I didn't even look to see any other cars. But suddenly I started seeing these cars. The desire started burning within. I found a way and I named this car Gracie. And this car had other journeys for me. It took me to France. And for the first time, I drove in Europe. I drove in Paris because she was so comfortable to drive. We had like a loving relationship. And I felt that she would take care of me in this new situation where I was learning. It was harrowing. It was scary to drive through France for the first time. And I had my husband and my kids in the car. But I went along with it because I trusted Gracie. So Gracie became a symbol of stretching myself out of what is comfortable into what is possible. So that's just number five. I stayed on that, which is set goals, even though you don't have clarity, even though you don't know the how of how you're going to achieve it. Just give yourself permission to set bigger and better goals for yourself in life. And that brings me to... What I have just said, number six, surround yourself with a supportive network of like-minded individuals who understand your drive and your journey. So I'm lucky that in this instance, I did listen to my husband and he was quite close to me in terms of proximity. But many of us might not have the same support and you might have the same support, but outside of that, you need to go around to other places where people can support you who are like-minded. They're not going to judge you for your introversion. In fact, they need you around them to keep them on fire. Your fire lights their fire. One candle lighting the other candle does not diminish the light that the candle provides. So giving yourself permission to seek out communities and places where you can feel like you belong it's so important. Many of us go into communities. I go into communities and sometimes I feel lost. So next year, a lot of things are in the pipeline that I'm creating for the kind of communities I want to belong to. But most importantly, when you belong in the right community, one of the things that happens is iron sharpens iron. If you've heard of that before, wood cannot sharpen iron. Remember, if you have a knife that is blunt, the thing that you use to sharpen that knife is also made of iron. So when you are in an environment where there are tough people adapting, you are also going to be sharpened by those same people. And of course, if there are people like my husband who encourage me to tune into those desires, to realize that what I truly desire is what I deserve, then you are in the right place as well. So, and the final, number seven, is to remember to stretch your comfort zone, which is where growth lies in the fact that you're able to discover what you're capable of. Remember to give yourself permission to stretch yourself for what is comfortable. You want to discover your breaking point. You cannot discover your breaking point without stretching yourself further than where you are right now. And like I said, once I got my car in the story I shared, <laughs> she enabled me to do so much. I not only drove in Europe, when I went to America afterwards, I drove in America. And because we now had a car that was all singing, all dancing, very comfortable and could carry all sorts of luggages and things, we started going on road trips to the south of France and unfailingly, 
once every year we were on holiday with the family. It enhanced my family life only because I went ahead and stretched my comfort zone. And so you don't have to leave your comfort zone, which people say in terms of being comfortable as an introvert is important. Yeah, but there you need to stretch your capability to try despite your introversion. But also, I want to say that you want to leave your discomfort zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So people don't recognize that you are uncomfortable in a place you're not growing, but you are familiar with it. So similarly, in what I talked about, where I said my car was comfortable, she was not comfortable. I just had to live in denial about it. I needed heated seats because when I got the heated seats, I saw the difference. So be willing to leave your discomfort zone because outside of your discomfort zone and within a comfort zone that you can stretch, that is where growth happens. So thank you for listening. And as we wrap up, I want to leave you with a very powerful message. You have permission to position yourself for success. We must always remember that as introverted leaders and women in business, we bring unique sets of qualities to the table. Things like deep listening, things like empathy and our introspection, which obviously that is a big, big introvert superpower. You have to learn to advocate for yourself. These qualities can be invaluable in business and leadership. So don't downplay yourself. Until next time, remember to own your strengths, trust your journey, and let your inner introverted leader shine. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Quietly Confident Introverts. If you found today's discussion valuable, please subscribe, rate, review, and share the podcast with others. Your feedback fuels our mission to empower introverted women leaders. Remember, you can also connect with me, Patience Sukumbono, at The Visionary Introverted Woman, where we are dedicated to helping you discover your inner strength and lead with purpose. Stay true to your vision. Embrace your introverted superpowers and let's make a lasting impact together. Until next time, stay confidently introverted. <laughs>